Good afternoon, everybody. And morning and evening and middle of the night. I hope we are all doing absolutely blooming incredibly well and I hope you all had... This will be Monday, won't it? I hope you had a fantastic Easter weekend. It's still bank holiday today, isn't it? It is still bank holiday. I hope you're enjoying your bank holiday. I hope you're spending your bank holiday listening to us. as a nice way of just giving back to you. And I hope it's sunny because it forecasts sun this weekend. It was, wasn't it? We're excited, aren't we? Yeah, It was, really wasn't it? It's not even been the weekend. It is, isn't it? I know it has when this has gone out. Oh, it's all very complicated and confusing. Well, if if pastels is correct, it should have been 16 degrees all weekend. Oh, I'm going to have a tan. Your dad's going to have a tan. My dad is going to have a tan. My dad sits in the garden for 10 minutes in his tan. When it's raining. <laughs> yeah, it is Easter weekend. We hope you had a fabulous one. Um, just a little reminder, a little caveat, nothing about the podcast, but you don't have to eat all that chocolate. You don't have to get rid of it. You, you can spread it out. You can enjoy it for weeks. You can break it into tiny little bits and put it into the fridge if you so wish. Do you know what baffles me about that idea of getting rid of it? If you, let's say you've got 2,000 calories worth of Easter egg left mm. and you have it all today to get rid of it, what's the difference between doing that and just having 2,000 calories over the next seven days? Well, there's literally no difference. You still eat the same amount of chocolate, but you just enjoy it more if you have it over the next seven days. Mm, you get to keep enjoying it. That's what I mean. Like You get to, you have more frequent enjoyment. Like this idea of like, I'm going to get rid of it and then I'll start. We'll have the same calorie input as just enjoying it every day. Except good from point. you get seven days worth of enjoyment. Very, very good point. Said this on and you the, don't feel sick because you overeat. Exactly. I said this on the client podcast before. I'm going to be banging it on my porridge in the morning and I can't wait. <laughs> I hope I get Easter eggs with like stuff in them, you know, like little eggs and like oh, yeah. maybe stars and some kind of like button and do you know what I mean? Like, stars? Buttons? What, are you, what Easter eggs are you getting? Milky Way stars. Oh, Dairy did milk. they do an Easter egg for Milky Dairy Way stars? Milk buttons. I think so. Oh, I love Milky Way stars. And I just think I can sprinkle them onto my breakfast. Imagine, like, just an Easter egg. Yeah. That's filled with Milky Way stars. I'm just imagining Easter eggs right now. I'm very hungry for Easter yeah. eggs. Yeah, me too. You know what's great about being an adult? You can just eat your Easter eggs. No, you can just go into a shop and buy one for yourself if you want. I think not enough people know that. Why does Easter egg chocolate just taste so different? Tastes well better, doesn't it? What is it about it? It's the I, I don't know. They it's must make better. it in a different way. Do you think? Especially, especially dairy milk Easter egg. Anyway. Is it because it's excellent? Excellent. Do you reckon that's what it is? Yeah. It's... Fantastic. Um, so yeah, just a little reminder there for you. Absolutely not do this episode. No, and we do hope that you had a lovely Easter weekend, whatever you were doing. Um, I'm looking forward to the roast that we're going to have on Easter, which we always do. We do. I'm genuinely buzzing for it. I love a roast mm, more yeah. than anything. There's like like 15 something like 15 of us all like have a roast all at once mm. honestly sue who does all the cooking i don't know if she does it absolutely say she not not only does she cook a main meal she cooks a starter and a dessert as well in as actual well as fact 15 other courses i think my mum does the dessert mm. sue does the starter and then i think my auntie dot does the meat oh really yeah i think that's what they oh. do but then i think sue does all like the other bits for the right, main as well Fantastic. Yeah. I'm excited anyway. It's great. So much fun. So much fun. Anyway, we're not talking about that, are we, Jen? We're no. talking about running. Running, running, running. If I could have put a bet on today, it would have been that you was going to sing that song. It's because you sang it before. You put it in my head. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. I knew you was going to sing it at some point. It's a good song. Is it, it is. Is it? I feel like... Is it a good song, though? Yes. Is it? It's a good song to run to. It's good advice, isn't it? Because I feel like if you're running and you listen to that, it's like, <laughs> oh, I'll just keep going. Oh, okay, I'll keep going. Just put that on repeat. Yeah. Um, 
this time of year, I think when a lot of people start to think a bit more, I feel like the running season starts, like the first event starts happening. That sun's out. Yeah, sun's out. There's 5Ks, there's 10Ks, there's half marathons, there's marathons, the sun's out. You've got a bit more of a longer day because the sun's out earlier and it's out later, so... There's more time to run because, let's be honest, middle of November, you come back from work, it's already dark. No one wants mm. to go out running. It might not even be safe to go out running. So I just felt there's more reason. And this is the time of the year we hear people talking about it more. Yeah, I think there's actually quite little effort that goes into running as well, isn't there? You Sorry. kind of change. Well, hard. No, but I mean, like, in terms of, like, <laughs> mental Glad you prep. find it easy. <laughs> I mean, like, in terms of, like, mental prep. So, like... You literally say you're going on half an hour run. You literally just need that half an hour to be out of the house. Right, I see what you mean. So like, like the I think, a yeah, I think yeah. I see a lot of mums typically picking up running at this time of year because it's a nice way to just quickly get some movement done mm-hmm. that doesn't take up a, a whole ton of time of like traveling to a gym or whatever. Yeah, there's no commuting. Yeah. Other than out your front door. Yeah, exactly I see what that. You mean. I thought you meant the run a bit was simple. Like, no. What's your secret, Jen? Tell me your secret because <laughs> I find it well hard. And I thought it was a nice opportunity to share my story with running. Go on then. Because, um, basically, I used to run quite a lot. And I remember running when I was on my gap year. Mm. It wasn't really a gap year. I just took some time off so that I could save, so I could go travelling. That's perfect to gap year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I went travelling at the end of my... Anyway, I was going travelling, I wanted to lose some weight and I just ran and I must have run about three to five times a week and I hated every single second of it. I absolutely despised running. I was terrible at it. I I couldn't like run any kind of distance. I was always the one lagging behind my friends who I went with. Like I just didn't like it at all and I honestly pushed myself to keep doing it and just hated it completely. But I was seeing the results from it. I was losing weight because I was moving loads more. <laughs> so I kept doing it. But I think this then created a really, really negative with not only running, but exercise for me because I started to see it as something that I just did to lose weight. And running was that for me. Um, and it felt more like punishment than enjoyment. So I got this really, really negative relationship with probably exercise because that was the only thing I was doing at that moment in time and specifically running I also got myself a lovely little knee injury from not running properly um that then affected me for a really really long time afterwards so I hated it me as well I had to spend months trying to fix it for you yeah you really did like a very long time (laughs) got there in the end though didn't we yeah um but recently I've taken back up running from a different perspective so I've now got a much more positive relationship with exercise in that I exercise to um, enjoy it. I exercise to... Feel good. Feel good, exactly. Um, And I felt that maybe I had openly, quite a lot on my Instagram, spoken about how much I hated running Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I wasn't very good at it. It made me feel unfit because it made me feel out of breath a lot. And I didn't kind of I just wanted it to end basically so I was like I'm going to challenge this I'm going to do something out of my comfort zone I'm going to try and change my relationship with running which was really well big change for me I put on a podcast rather than music because I find it much easier to lose myself in a podcast because I was more concentrated with music I found like my head wandered everywhere and 
I got a bit lost in my head and I didn't like it. Um, so podcast was one switch that I made. Second one was like taking off like expectations of why I was doing it. I started to do it to improve my fitness levels because, and I didn't expect to like be in a great place with that. And I just kind of went out with zero expectations and I actually started enjoying it way more, didn't I? Mm -hmm. And just kind of seeing myself improve little by little each week. And I think this is this is like the point one to like running is is why are you doing it? Where is that place coming from? Like are you coming from a place of like pushing yourself, challenging yourself, finding something new that you enjoy, uh, improving your fitness levels? Because it will improve your fitness levels. And one thing that I will say that felt like, will you tell people what you always say about being out of breath? You're supposed to be. Yeah. Like it's part of running. You, it's part of exercise. Being out of breath is because you are pushing yourself. That is something to celebrate, something to pat yourself on the back for. Not in a patronising way. Literally big yourself up. If you get out of breath, that's great. Because if you ever watch any race go net, google it youtube it watch the end of the any marathon the winner the person who is technically the fastest fittest person on the planet look how tired they are at the end they're absolutely shattered they can just about walk like literally just about walk they are tireder than you and they are the fittest person on the planet being tired is not a dictator of how fit you are it's a dictator of how hard you're working that's it they're working really hard, so they're really tired, they're really out of breath. And that's literally the fittest person on the planet. They're not getting to the end of the marathon going, flipping heck, I'm out of breath, I must be unfit me. Nobody's faster than them. They're unfit, we're all unfit. So the next time that you feel out of breath, just remember, you're not unfit, you're just working dead hard. That's mm -hmm. it, that's all that's happening. And that's something to big yourself up for, because not everybody works dead hard. So the fact that you're feeling out of breath is incredible. It's an absolutely incredible thing. Yeah, and I think that's a really important part to, like mentally that used to hold me, like, oh, I'm not fit enough to run. Mm. Like, I'm not fit enough to run. But that really helped me to change my mindset with running. Um, number two of your beginner's guide to running is be careful with the running apps. Be very careful. Um, I have Oh, had... just don't use them. Oh, just don't use them. Yeah, don't, because Phil's got some really great tips on how you can not use them. Um. The amount of people, I think, is it like week five on Couch to 5K? Yeah, I think it is. I'm There's pretty a certain sure it's week, week five, yeah. Where everyone's like, I'll give up. Mm. The amount of people I've had conversations with on Instagram, well, I was doing Couch to 5K and then I got to week five and then I give up. It's because they put too big of a jump in. It makes, at some point along that journey, it makes it feel impossible. And that's not a nice feeling to have because you feel like well I'm not fit enough I should have been progressing to this point like I should be like, I've done I followed the thing I should be there and it it can become really negative and we can really beat ourselves up about that but ultimately like we're all different like we'll all have different rates of progressing and apps are never individual to you so it doesn't take into account your life and where you're at and maybe you do need to spend a little bit longer at one point and and not skip to the next point perfect example of this is um one of our clients very very recently was it like an nhs running thing she yes. did? Yeah. so first run was five minutes mm -hmm. second run was eight minutes third run was 20 minutes i nearly fell off my chair when she <laughs> that, like five to eight not too bad like 
got a little bit of a jump there. Still more than I'd go for, but, but, I, but yeah. not the end of the word. Like, that's not the worst, yeah. 8 to 20, though, is a 250% increase. That is insane. Like, oh. to put it in perspective, a 250% increase on 20 would be 50 minutes. Now, 50, 20 minutes to 50 minutes sounds ridiculously overwhelming. 8 to 20 might not seem too bad, but, like, when you put it in that perspective, it really is. Like, that's a massive, massive increase. We need, if we're starting out a running journey, to be really realistic with our weekly goals. And Phil, whilst he is our head of physical health, is going to run you through exactly how you can do that because this is like his complete area of expertise. Ultimately, copy what I do when I'm creating a plan for a client. Just literally copy this. Whatever you can, the, the distance you can run for right now, whether that's one kilometre or whether that's 30 seconds, a minute, literally re- remove any expectation of what long enough is. You might right now be listening to this thinking, furthest I can run for is probably 20 seconds. Great, that's your that's your furthest right now. Don't have any expectations to whether that's good enough. That's as far as you can run right now. That's all that matters. That's all we care about at the minute. Don't compare that to anybody else's. There'll always be someone who can run further. Like I said, there are people who run 10 marathons in a row. There are people who run... 20k's for fun like stop comparing yourself to anybody else on this journey to begin with just work out your maximum how far can you run when you have got that go and do that run and then each week increase by 10 percent. you can start to change that as you move forward but at least for the first i would say six to nine months just by 10 percent. so rather than going from eight minutes to 20 minutes which is absolute madness i'm gonna have to do some very quick maths now because eight times 60 is 480 seconds if you're going to increase by 10 percent, you're just going to add 48 seconds next week that's it you can run for eight minutes next week should be about somewhere between eight minutes 40 and eight minutes 50 something like that maybe nine minutes if you want to push yourself that little bit more it should not be 20 minutes i created something that i use with every client's plan not just running in the gym as well but mainly with running called achievable challenge and what i do is when i'm looking at when I'm mapping out six weeks, I always do it in a six week um, phase. I always think, if this is what this person can do this week, what can they do next week that's achievable but is going to challenge them? Because if it doesn't challenge you, it's not gonna change you, you're not gonna progress. If we just run for eight minutes every single week, you're just gonna stick being good at running for eight minutes, nothing changes. So there needs to be a challenge somewhere. It needs to be more, just never as more as they make it. Like, I know that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but you know what I mean? Like they, they, I genuinely believe the apps do that. So you feel like you need to keep using the apps. I'm sorry, literally giving it you for free. Like this is what you need to go and do. Increase it by about 10%. And yes, it can become a little bit more complex than that moving forward. Of course it can, but so can everything. You can make anything complex if you want it to. And at some point in your journey, it does sometimes become a little bit more complex, but it's usually like six, nine, 12 months in. It's never the first week. It's never week five. Like like I said, I put together a plan for a client that will be about six weeks long. And during that, we make tweaks and changes. Like Jen said before, life gets in the way, stuff happens. I always say when I'm sending a program overview to a client before they actually receive it, I always say, if anything happens during this next six weeks, just let me know and I'll just change it. Because stuff needs to change. That's fine that's what we're here for to tweak and change things because ultimately i'm not expecting somebody to go into the next six weeks and just nail absolutely everything and smash it all and everything's going to be perfect sometimes it happens but really it does because life gets in the way now the best way you can get faster 
and this is something that most people don't do, is to start focusing on different lengths of time that you run for. So I've just said, go into a run and do like eight minutes and then next week add 10%. So you're going to do eight minutes, 45, eight minutes, 50, something like that, which is great. But unless you're running quicker, you're not going to get faster, right? We all probably know that we need to run quicker in order to get faster. So you actually need to be running for shorter periods of time as well. So if you're planning out your week next week and you're going to go do three runs, you don't want to do three runs where they're all just eight minutes because you're just going to get better at running eight minutes. That's not your goal, is it? It's to become fitter, it's to become faster, it's to become better, to become more confident. So all of these things are going to require different types of runs. Now, I always do it in three different types. I always do a really short run. I've just planned a client's program and one of her runs is five times 10 seconds. And I want her to run as fast as she possibly can for 10 seconds. She's having a minute's rest in between each one. So all she's going to do is do 10 seconds as quick as she can. And then she's just going to walk for 60 seconds. As sl- I've literally told her in the program overview, I want you to literally walk so slow it looks like you're not moving <laughs> for that 60 seconds. I just want her to go as slow as she can. Then 10 seconds again. That's going to improve how fast she gets. Then you're going to do potentially your longer run. Maybe your eight minute run, something like that. If that's where you're at right now. If you're at 30 seconds, that's when you do your 30 seconds run. But... On top of all these things that are potentially sounding a little bit complex, so please message me and I'll run you through it in a bit more detail if you need me to, you want to do some stuff that's going to require you to recover a bit as well. Because if you're running and you want to get fitter, you're going to get better, you need to get better at recovering. So that's why you need to do some shorter runs that are like two minutes long so that you can then have a chance to recover and then go again. So just to kind of give you this in like what a week would look like, just because I know that I've just thrown loads of numbers at you. Your first run of the week might be some 10 second sprints. And again, don't think, oh, sprints, I need to be as fast as Usain Bolt. Just go as fast mm-hmm. as you can go for for 10 seconds. That's not comparable to anybody else. My 10 seconds and Jen's 10 seconds are going to be different, and that's absolutely fine. So have one of your runs really short, 10 seconds, have a rest, 10 seconds, repeat that five to six times. Your second run is probably going to be some kind of interval run. So you're going to run for two, three minutes, and then you're going to rest for two, three minutes, and you're going to repeat that four or five times. And then your third run isn't going to be short, it isn't going to have any rest periods, it's just going to be one long run. And again, long is subjective to each individual person. It's individual to everybody. If long for you is two minutes, go and do two minutes. That's all it needs to be. The goal here is to keep it fun because differentiation is going to allow you to want to go and do the next run. If every run's exactly the same, you're just going to get bored very quickly. So it's really important that you set it up in this way. And once you've mapped out the next six weeks, you can pretty much just use that for the six weeks after, the six weeks after. You just keep increasing the numbers as you go forward. It doesn't need to be more complex than that. But if you do find stuff like this quite complicated because, you know, mapping out running programs isn't necessarily your job, then drop me a message and I'll help you to work through it. Yeah. That'll be Jen. Good, thank you. Fantastic. Now, one last thing that I want to speak about because there's two conversations we always have about running. Jen's told you about one. Everybody gets to week five of an app and then they can't carry on. The second conversation we always have is, I get so far in and then I've got this niggling knee injury that I've always had. It's probably not a niggling knee injury that you've always had. It's probably that you're not warming up for the run. Now, you might have always had a niggling knee injury, but if you don't warm up for the run that you're going to do, your body's not ready for it. The amount of people I hear and I say, what warm-up do you do? And they're like, oh, I just run out the front door. Just absolutely leg it out the front door and mm-hmm. then see how I get on. Spend, and I know you're time limited, spend five, ten minutes just warming up your body, getting ready for it. I would rather somebody spend 10 minutes warming up and do a 10-minute run than do a 20-minute run because that 20-minute run is probably not going to help you long-term. When you're warming up your body, there's two things you need to do. Spend some time in your house just moving your body and it doesn't need to be complicated. It can be some some kind of squat, uh, some kind of lunge, just something that's just going to get your lower body moving. 
Because you've probably spent the last 10 hours working, sat down at a laptop, your body's not been moving, and then you tried to leg it out the front door. You're going from one extreme to the other. Just spend some time moving your body around. Just be stood up. Being stood up's a big thing. Just being just being stood up, moving your body around, doing some kind of squat or lunge, something that's going to get your lower body moving, get the blood pump into your lower body because it hasn't been properly for the last few hours. And then when you get out the front door, don't leg it around the street to mm-hmm. begin with. Go for a bit of a walk, like two, three minutes. Just start walking. The first thing I do when I go on a run, even if I'm going to do 20 miles, the first five minutes I'll be walking. I'll just go for a walk. I'll just get my body moving. I'm like reminding my body, Phil, you've been sat down for five hours. Go and walk for a little bit first. Once I've started to get a bit of feeling back in my legs, then I'll jog ridiculously slowly. I'm talking slower than I can physically run. It's like a fast walk, basically. Again, I'm just getting my body used to it. Then I'll go into the run. Doesn't need to take longer than 10 minutes. Five minutes in your house moving around, outside, two to three minutes walk, two to three minutes jog, then go and do your run. When you feel warming up for a run in the kitchen, it makes me giggle. Yeah, because every time I warm up in the kitchen, Jen's like, what are you doing in there? I'm like, the same thing that I do every time I go for a run. It's because he flings his leg around, it makes a funny noise. Yeah, it sounds like I'm like whipping something. <laughs> but again, if you're struggling to warm up for runs, uh, drop me a message, I've got a really good warm up. Um, that's dead quick I think it takes about three minutes and it works so well um, and I'll literally just send it across to you just message me saying Phil send me the running warm up and I'll send you the running warm up I'm going to do your job and be like I'm going to summarise oh go on so my job beginner's guide to running make sure that you're running for the right reasons mm-hmm. ditch the running apps get rid of them get rid of the running apps get me instead so that you've got some realistic targets that you can um work towards that fit into you and fit into you fit into that fit around your life focus on variety different types of runs and warm up and that is how you're going to smash running you will literally be getting to the end of summer and absolutely you'll literally be a runner you are a runner you'll be an athlete you'll be smashing it you will shock yourself yes. clients always shock themselves like always oh i've got 10k i don't have to be able to do it 12 weeks later, they're like, oh, 10K is going to be a walk in the park. Not literally, because they'll be running. Mm-hmm. But it'll be easier than they think. We should do like, um, maybe we should do a BBB run. BBB run. Sign everyone up. Everyone, you're all signed up. If you're listening, you signed up. There's one that I want to do in Manchester. It's a pizza run. You get a slice of pizza at the end of it. <sighs> literally, I can't think of any better reason to go for a run. <laughs> I will run for pizza. I know. Always. Pizza. I'm hungry. Um, Put me on the spot. What time then, is it? And then we'll get some food right now. It's, it's 10, 10 to 40. 11. It is. We're going to go get some oh, food really too. I'm hungry. Right. There's so much time to wait until dinner. There's not. I ask myself, oh, can I tell them about my snack bowl that I made yesterday? By all means. Really hungry, so went downstairs and was like, what, what's, we've not got much food in right now, so I thought, what, what, what can we make as a little snack? There was one packet of salt and vinegar crisps. Mm-hmm. So I put half, I was like, Phil, do you want half a packet of this salt and vinegar crisps? I said, I yeah. said yes. And I was like, mm, I want a bit of protein. So I was found in the fridge, got some slices of ham. Some cheese, cubed it up. Lovely little snack bowl, wasn't it? It was fantastic. It was a nice little surprise. Oh, I loved it. It was really nice. Little Little cubes of cheese. Mm. Lovely, lovely stuff. Is there any cheese left? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have some of that then. Cheesy cubes. I'm going to have some cheesy cubes when I go down. Mm, Nice little protein snack. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Put me on the spot. Uh, On the spot, Philip. What's your favourite cheese? Mm-hmm. No, it's that one that we had last night. Oh, oh yeah. My dad oh. gave us some cheese last night, and it was possibly the best I cheese I've ever tasted. Every day for the rest of my life. What was it a vintage Red Leicester? Yeah, it certainly was. Oh, so good. Go anyway, um, I'm keep. I'm going back to the Easter theme. Love it. What 
a top three Easter eggs in order of best to worst. Right. Best to worst? Well, like best to, like, one, two, three. Oh, right, okay. So in third place... I said one, two, three. You want me to start on the best first? Oh, fine, three, two, one. I'm going to turn off. Sense. They're not bothered about second and third. Fine, third place. In third place, I think... Do you know what? Just a good old dairy milk. Standard dairy milk. I just think... We'll love a dairy milk. It's like having a margarita pizza. Just oh. stick to what works. Mm. You don't need to make it fancy. It doesn't need to be complicated. Just a good old margarita pizza. Dairy milk. Dairy milk. <laughs> you know what I mean. I don't really want pizza now. I do. And dairy milk. So like, just uh, just your nothing complicated. Yeah. No frills. Just does what it says on the tin. Mm-hmm. Tastes fantastic. Everybody's happy. Right. Number two. Family friendly. In second place, yeah. I'm gonna say Yorkie. Interesting. Because I really like Yorkie. So it's a standard not... Yorkie. Yes. Right. Just because I think when it comes to like Yorkies, sorry, when it comes to Easter eggs, you've got to remember there's more than just the Easter egg. There's well, the, the, the accompaniment. 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 And what you've got to remember is like it's a bit of an experience this. So it's not just about the egg. It's like what do I get with it? Because you think most eggs taste pretty similar. Mm. So it's like, how can I make sure I've got a big, bigger experience here? So in second place, I'm going Yorkie. My only challenge on the Yorkie is fair enough on the Yorkie, but I don't imagine the actual Easter eggs that great. Tastes incredible. Is it? It's Easter egg chocolate, of course it does. <laughs> Everybody knows that all Easter Someone's egg chocolate tastes good. Though. Well, that brings me into first place. First place. Do you remember the Oreo chocolate? Oh, so, that was so good. I went through a phase. I'm not in the phase anymore. We all go in and out of phases, don't we, where I loved Oreos. I actually preferred Oreo milkshakes than Oreos themselves. Mm, yeah, I weren't a huge fan of the biscuit. They were nice, yeah. don't get me wrong. But I thought an Oreo milkshake was basically a ticket to heaven, like, incredible. So <laughs> I really enjoyed them, and I didn't mind the biscuit. And then one year... Who got it? Me? Mom. Was it my mum? Yeah. She got me an Oreo Easter egg, right? And you might be like, well, Phil, if you don't really like Oreos that much, why are you so bothered about an Oreo Easter and egg? Also, it was a white egg as well, so we were both like, mm, no. Yeah, I was like, oh, sure white chocolate, that. not that bothered, a little bit confused. Nearly fell out with my mum, I'm not going to lie. I <laughs> thought, you know what, I might just not go around for a bit because we're not pals anymore. But opposite happened. I like her even more now. I think she's great. <laughs> the Oreo Easter egg was an actual Oreo. So. It had like bits in the in the in the egg. It the tasted egg more like a milkshake, didn't it? Did, it? It tasted like a milkshake. I was like, I could blend this down, but I didn't want to because it tasted that good. Oh, so it good. It was genuinely. I was so shocked, and you know what? I went in with such a low expectation. Yeah, I think such we both a low did, didn't we? Yeah, I don't know why you was eating it. It's my Easter egg. Because it was that good. Yeah. <laughs> Got so, involved. What's yours is mine and all that. <laughs> What's mine is yours and what's yours is yours. Uh, so especially at Easter, I was like, I don't know if it's going to be great, and it was literally. Incredible. So in third place, we'll call it margarita pizza, your dairy milk, you know your standard. Second place, Yorkie, because I love a Yorkie. First place, that Oreo chocolate egg. I mean, my mum has no clue how to listen to a podcast, so she's not going to get the hint. <laughs> and she's already bought me a cream egg one, which I've already eaten. But, <laughs> cream egg, though? Oh, very not in good. the top three? Not in the top three, no. Very good, though. Pro- do you know what? I'd say third place is interchangeable with the cream egg, because you I think cream that. egg's great. I, mean, I feel like you've got to have a cream one. egg or a mini egg in there. Well, I don't. Like... I've just given you my top three and it wasn't there. Right. So apparently, you don't have to. Oh. Sorry about that. Right. But yeah, I think I think that I'd interchange those depending on how I'm feeling. Monday cream egg, Tuesday dairy milk. Oh. Right. I need to go because I'm dead hungry. Right. Well, I'm glad to know that that's your commitment to the podcast. Yeah. See you guys. Jen only does podcasts <laughs> when she's not hungry. <laughs> To be fair, we've been speaking about pizza and chocolate for the last 25, 30 minutes. I really so. love pizza. I think pizza might be my number one food. 
Right, well, remember that for next week's on the spot question. Okay. What's your number one food? And also, like, every time I try and overcomplicate a pizza, I regret it. Thank you. Genuine fact, there is nothing better than just a good old... No, there's two. Margarita, pepperoni, standard, j- mm. just great. Like, if you start putting complicated things on there, well, it's not a pizza anymore. I had that ham mushroom and it had, like, ricotta cheese on it and stuff and it was, like, a sourdough one from, I don't know, co-op or something. And, like, too... I was just like, it's just not the same as a margarita. Tell you what, though, buffalo mozzarella is good. Mm. Very good. That tastes... But, again, it's just a margarita pizza, isn't it? It's just right. cheese and tomato. I, I need to stop this conversation. Why? You don't I really like need it. to go and get some food. Right, let's go and get some food. Then. <laughs> Apologies to everybody that's made hungry. Yeah, sorry. Have an amazing week. Enjoy your running. Um, I'm running, sure. running, running. Enjoy Jen singing. Run. I hope you listen to this while you're running, 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 running. That'd be great. Do you want us to speak faster? Put us on like two times speed. Two times. That'll help you running. You're absolutely sprinting around. <laughs> I'm shouting numbers at you halfway through. <laughs> anyway, have a good one and we will see you all again next week. Bye.